Hey everybody, thank you guys so much for coming back to Crushing It Podcast. I'm your host Robert and this is just a podcast all about crushing. We have a new guest on every week where we talk about their first, their celebrity, and who they're crushing on now while playing a couple games in between. You guys, this episode is a super special episode, you guys. We had to take a break last week, but... We're coming back with a bang. This week, I have nobody other than producer Brandon in the studio with me. And we just end up, like, asking each other questions so you guys can get to know us a little bit more. Um, I hope you guys like it. Even if you don't, please follow us on Instagram at Crushing It Podcast. Go to our website, tellusyourcrush.com, and tell a friend about this podcast, you guys. And let me know how you like it. I would love to have you on. But enough of me talking. Brandon, let's just get to you. Um, I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. I got a got um I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. I got a got um I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. I got a got um I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. Well hey you guys, as you guys can hear you guys, we have a special episode for you tonight. Uh, I just thought that it'd be cool just to take it down a notch and, you know, sit down with producer Brandon and let's just talk out some crushing things. Get to know us a little bit more and let's just have a quick, short, little fun episode for you guys right now. Rob, it is good to be in the studio and actually behind the mic. Yeah, this is weird for me looking at you like this. I am like... Brandon, can you please type something on the computer so I can see it? <laughs> <laughs> there will be no one to fact check us today, so um, let's hope we don't misrepresent oh. ourselves. Oh, no. We're going to be fucking wrong today. <laughs> if ever there's an episode to be wrong, I'm so excited to be wrong today. <laughs> like, I might double down on how wrong I am. I am uh, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I feel like I should ask you some questions, too, though. I'm going to see how many of these I can remember from the normal uh, go-to-go segment. Oh, God. That, that freaked me out. Are you ready? I was so ready to put you on the spot. But while we're here, Brennan, let's talk a little bit about you. Okay. Brennan. How do you crush? If your crush is in the room, how do you act? So I'm one of two ways. Yeah. I think in the first introductory crush phase, I am very, I don't want to say background, but I'm just watching. Um, my personality is to be engaging, so I'm not going to just like not talk to the person, but I will also not let them or anyone else know that there is a crush yeah. happening right now. But also you're just you're just back to you're just like consuming information. Oh, absolutely. I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, she likes this. OK, duly noted. Oh, she likes that. Duly no- Wait a minute. She doesn't like that. Does that knock me out of my running? Uh, No, no, I think I'm still in the running. So, yeah, yeah. So, you're like doing a whole pros and cons kind oh, of thing for sure yeah. for sure because uh i am quick to defeat my own self from doing a very many things so yeah pros and cons all the way all right so how about if you've known this person for a while um if i've known the person for a while and or rather i feel like the crush has evolved to the point where this could potentially happen mm-hmm. um at that point i'm really just gonna go for it um I'm the type of guy who will more than likely, at least once I feel confident enough in myself, yeah. there's the key. We'll just go for it. You know what? Shoot my shot. And that always sounds dirty whenever anyone says it. But anyway. I love saying shoot my shot, but like it means nothing. Like, mind you, I talk like dirty all the time. But like when I say shoot my shot, like I've never thought of like anything dirty. But mind you, if there's normally if there's anything dirty to th- like to be thought of, I'm like right there. Every but, time you say it, I giggle like a schoolboy. Uh, inside, inwardly. That's funny because I love saying, it's time to shoot, shoot your shot. 
Yeah, now you now you can't unhear it, can you? Because now I'm thinking about because like you made it dirty. I'm thinking about like shoot your load. <laughs> that just sounds <laughs> so gross. I apologize, everyone. Uh, Producer Brandon is actually much more mature <laughs> than what you're hearing right now. Yeah, you guys, I'm the really bad one, and <laughs> Producer Brandon is. That's so funny though that you um that like after like if you've known the person like you're you're ready to shoot your shot. Now here's the flip side, if. I think the crush comes and goes pretty easily. So if there's enough time from the, hey, I think I might have a crush on this chick, yeah. to the next time I see them, then it's probably like, eh, you know what, whatever. It's, it was what it was. And then I see them again, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I think I do have a crush on this person. So yeah, I ebbs so and flows. It, it, it all depends on that second time that you see them. Yeah. <laughs> so like the second time, you either like confirm or just... Mm-hmm. let it go yes yes the second time is confirmation and it's like yes this is a thing that i should do at that point that's when i'll probably tell someone and then we start working on game because i have none and so that's when i have to be like bring in i have to bring in the wingmen yeah and the support team like okay so there she is she's standing over there by the door how are we gonna finesse this uh i have no idea what i should say after i say hi you know what never mind let's just not do this and they're like brandon get out there do that thing yeah yeah are you okay with rejection um, I'm gonna say yes. A uh, little a, a secret fact about producer Brandon: uh, he was in a very long-term relationship, and that long-term relationship started very young. Yes. So dating, quote unquote, as in going up and talking to different people, you know, and getting rejected, I honestly don't have that much experience with it because I got lucky, not the first time around, but lucky enough early that, on right early yeah. enough that it turned from you know the an, an initial actually funny story the first time i went to talk to her i did get rejected like super right off you know flip of the hair and coach showed her turned her back on me and i was like oh oh okay well uh it was it was nice talking to you I, i'm, I'm out of here and then I walked away, and of course, like everyone does, you get all the things you should have said as soon as you walked away. Yeah. By the way, this is a young church relationship, so we're sitting in the parking lot, and we haven't left yet because my mom is still doing whatever they, you know, adults do when they're talking to other adults. Yeah. And I'm like, I should go back. I think I should go back. Ken, you think I should go back? I should go back. And they're like, if you don't get out of this car and go back and say something, and I did, and I got the number. Look at you. So perseverance. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a that's a that's a that's a story that we should all take to heart. And yes. You know what? Go back try if you it, if you feel it. Try it at least twice. Yeah. And uh, if you get rejected that second time, then uh, at that point you it starts to become creepy. But like at first, like it was really good because you didn't let that like it wasn't like the sword didn't like form a callus. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why like you're not like. You're not jaded or anything, you know what I'm saying? It was really, uh, with this particular this particular instance, it wasn't even really a thing of where I was like, hey, so I'm really feeling you, and, you know, I want to figure out what we should be doing next. This is an example of my no-game game, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it wasn't even like that, and then she said no. It was more on the lines of I was working my end. I was trying to get that, you know, that thing that we have in common yeah. so I can start a conversation, and it was a non-starter from the start and so yeah like no sooner than i could get in there and be like hey what's up she's like oh i'm good flip back Wait, was, what happened when you went back so when i went back at that point I, I i found another end that was a lot quicker you know a shorter story to get into so to speak and i just 
threw it out there and was like, hey, so uh, maybe I can get your number. And we, okay, all right. I was trying not to tell the story because I feel like it's super cheesy. All right, church girl. And uh, this is a church I had never really been to before. And so, so the idea was this. Hey, so I really enjoyed your testimony. It was super awesome and inspirational. Um, I work real closely with our youth department, and it would be great if we could get you to come and talk to our kids too. So maybe if I could get your number, then uh, you know we can chat some more. And it worked. You used the Lord. I did. And the kids. That's exactly how it does it. And I didn't even work with the youth department. My brother did. Boom. <laughs> Another <laughs> bonus thing. <laughs> Well, listen, like you Loki did have game though. Like you did. Like that was actually a game move. You just didn't do it on your first time. Let me tell you, once yeah. I know what my end is going to be and I can kind of work that conversation, yeah. then my personality can show. And I'm I'm that way I feel like about a lot of things, you know. <laughs> Applying for a job, if I can get past the resume phase, I will get the job on the interview for sure. Like that's also why you like to sit back when you see your crush in the room and mm-hmm. just gather information, mm-hmm. figuring out your in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and once I know how to get in there, I'm sliding. <laughs> yep, I feel like I just did it again. <clears throat> You guys, I love Producer Brandon is never on mic, and it's so fun to see him behind the mic. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. It's such a weird thing. I keep looking over to the uh, the computer screen where, like, I'm monitoring how loud my own voice is. And I need you not to worry about that. You're not producing this episode right now. You yes, sir. Will, if you do do it, you'll do it behind the scenes, and it's all gonna work out. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um. Let's do this. Uh, do you remember your first crush? Um, this is probably not my first crush, but I've heard you do this podcast so many times, and I know the story that you want. So the first, <laughs> <laughs> my what what I'm gonna call my first crush, certainly the one that I that I remember, and I guess this is early enough to still be considered and old enough for me to remember. But, you know, I was in the fourth grade mm-hmm. and I was crushing on this girl. Her name was Erin Tomashiro. Yeah. And I thought she was the prettiest person ever. She was, I think, like Polynesian or anyway, she was just, oh, God, she was so pretty to me. And I think I waited almost all the way till the end of the school year to, like, work up the courage to finally say something to her. Like, I think, if I remember correctly, and I could be confusing two stories, but I'll throw it in there anyway, I went to go ask her for her number, and she was like, yeah, I'll give it to you. Are you ready? I was like, yeah. She's like, my number's 213-569. Better luck next time. And, like, <gasps> her and her girlfriends all giggled and then <laughs> ran off. And can I tell you, I was ready. Like, I was writing it down. I just knew. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe I did it. And so... <gasps> It just, it, it, oh, but that's not the story. All right. What? So, like I said, I finally worked up the courage and um, I asked her, uh, like, again, like towards the end of the year to be my girlfriend. It's literally like the last week of school. And she was like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. I hate that this happened to you, but I almost in love with this chick. Like, I love her confidence. Oh, but there's more. Oh, God. So at this point, mind you, my brother goes to the same school, and um, we either have to ride the bus home or you get picked up by your parent. Um, so normally we ride the school bus home. But at this point, I'm, like, heartbroken. Yeah. And I'm, like, crying. 
and school has maybe just let out or is just about to let out and so my brother finds me like in the hallway or something like that and he sees me crying he's like Brandon what's wrong and I'm so embarrassed to say this out loud but I mumbled through tears my heart <laughs> and he's like what he's like what are you talking about like, my heart super dramatic right and he immediately goes to like oh my god something's wrong with my brother rushes me like to the office and they're like brandon what's wrong with you because again everyone knows me around campus they know me and my brother because we're like the two tiniest kids in the entire school and so anyways they're like brandon what's wrong with and they're like you want me to call your mom and I'm like, okay yeah so my mom drives all the way from work. She works literally on the other side of town. She has to drive through traffic, come pick us up. They're still trying to figure out what's wrong. And I'm just like, oh my God, bawling and in tears. And it is, I don't know if I got in the car when I finally figured it out or it was just too late and all the gears were in motion when they finally told them the story that I had asked this girl to be my girlfriend. And she said no. And it broke my heart. That's what I was really saying was that my heart was broken, but I said my heart hurt. And they all thought that I was dying. And my mother was. Upset. <laughs> that is the cutest story. <laughs> so if it's not my first crush, it's definitely one of the youngest ones that stands out to memory. The most important one. Yes, the most important. I learned a lot in that crush. Uh, you know, shoot your shot. Uh, don't stop for rejection. And um, dramatize everything that happens afterwards when it doesn't go your way. You are your brother's brother. And I'm just thinking to see Kenneth. <laughs> Who was also equally disgusted with me like, what? Oh my God, you got me calling everybody and got all you in the audience and this is just because a girl? Oh, actually, yeah. It definitely happened before my mom got there when he finally got it out of me. And he was like, just upset. So he like literally like left me on the steps to go find some of his friends and hang out with them until our mom got to the uh, got to the school. So The fact that y you out-traumatic Kenny is <laughs> so funny <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That is a cute story, Brandon. <laughs> That's so funny. I got to ask you, though, because no one ever asked you, Rob. Nope. You're the host. Nope. Let's talk about one of your first crushes, Rob. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I really... Okay. So, first crush. I don't even think it was a crush. It was just... Um... Yeah, it wasn't a crush. I don't think... I didn't like them as a person. I didn't, like, like wanted to be with them or anything like mm -hmm. that. It was just one of the first... Um moments that i like noticed that i like guys okay or like i like i said like it was a different feeling than i like i've ever felt before trust me it wasn't the person they're a horrible they were a horrible person <laughs> uh it was uh in like fourth grade i was coming out of class going to recess and um i was just walking like toward like the play area or whatever mm -hmm. and i saw this like boy it's like a little white boy he was a badass white boy um, he had blue eyes, but mind you, this guy was the fucking worst. Okay. Even in fourth grade, like, you knew, like, he was, well, I don't know who, how he is now. He's probably an amazing person. Here's hoping he turned it around. Yeah. But his name was, like, Robert Dominguez. And he was just, like, the, when I was, like, I just looked up, I remember I was, like, looking at the pavement real quick, and I looked up real quick, and I was, like, oh, he's cute. And I was, like, look back, like, just went to do what I was, mm -hmm. what I was doing. And then I was, like, wait, what did you say? Like, cause I said all this in my head, right, I'm, right. And then I went back and I was like, I looked back and I'm like, oh yeah, he's cute. I was like, wait, what? Such a transformative moment. Yeah, and I was like, I didn't know what the fuck that meant, and I was just like, I was like, I know I don't want to be this, and 
yeah, I think that was one of the most transform like uh, transforming moments of my life because I remember even after that, not knowing what it was or coming to terms with it, I would always try to like play basketball. Like my brothers had those basketball mm-hmm. courts, like the hoops, I, like on a, at our house, right? And I was like used to always see I'm getting like uh, talking over my words because I don't even know how to say this, but like I used to play basketball or not play basketball, but like shoot hoops and just be like, if I make this, I don't like boys. Mm-hmm. Like, and I would do that nonstop. Like, if I played a game, like a tetherball or something like that. Right. I would always be like, if I won, this is not true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it was always like, I don't know. And, like, that's what I remember, like, first finding out, like, who I liked. Right, right. That's crazy. It both happened for us in the fourth grade. Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, we're always on the same wave, like, even when it comes, like, to the podcast. <laughs> uh, Simpatico. Yeah. And, like, we, I find a lot of similarities as we've been, like, coming up with the show and, like, creating the show. Right. And we're more alike than not. Yeah. Or, like, we're all, like, we're always on the same wave, like, and that's why I appreciate you. And I always want to say this on mic, how much I appreciate you because you uh-huh. also, like, do so much for me and the podcast. Uh-huh. And you've been, like, the best business partner that I could have ever had, you guys. And that's Rob, why I'm, I'm blushing. So happy to have producer Brandon on this episode today. But also, producer Brandon. Yes, sir. Uh, do you have a celebrity crush? Celebrity crush. Um, so, I'm weird in the sense that, like, when friends and family were talking about, oh, my God, this person was so fine. And, oh, my God, this person looks so good. I would look at them and be like... Eh, if I'll you stop you right so. there. Hold on. I just came up with a better question. Okay. Do you have uh, either a comic book or a fictional character crush? Yes, absolutely. Okay. See, uh, that was a lot faster. See, I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to finesse my end. <laughs> okay, so um, for anyone who doesn't know me very well, uh, I love comic books. Uh, grew up reading them, and so yes, I have this history with this character in particular, who I have had the longest crush on. Um, which it's Mario? Mario? No, oh God! Me. That's first of all not comic book, video game, of which <laughs> I also suck. Um, no, Jean Grey from the X Men. Yeah. Um, actually, a lot of the characters from the X Men uh, franchise have been crushes, but I think I probably crushed the hardest on Jean Grey. Um, what did you like about Jean Grey? I'm going to be honest with you. I think it was the red hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think red-haired characters in comic books are insanely uh, hot, and I don't know why that just appeals to me. Um, yeah, I think it's the red hair. It's the power set, you know, the the telepath telekinetic combo. Um, it's the fact that you know, as I read the beginnings of her character and how she kind of grew and matured, um, how she kind of became like a mother figure for some of the X-Men, which isn't to say that I'm in love with moms or anything like that, but it just made me fall that much more in love yeah. with the character to see development. And over. someone who has like a maternal feel to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'll be honest with you, uh, she has died, spoiler alert, um, several times, spoiler alert, in the comic books. And the time she died most recently... I was actually heartbroken. Like, again, this is a story I'll never forget. We were walking the Santa Monica Promenade, and um, up ahead from where we actually were, like the Mm -hmm. entire group, was a newsstand. So I, like, walked a little faster to get to the newsstand and, you know, flip through whatever comics were on the uh, shelf at the time, and one of which was the issue where she died most recently. And I remember reading through it like, oh, my God, is this – are they doing this? Yeah. Again? No, no, they can't can't do it again. What? And then it happened, and that was, like, the end of the issue. And I was just like, whoa. 
And then the rest of our group caught up with me and we like moved on. And I was just like kind of quiet for the rest of the night. I was just like, oh my God, they did it. They killed her again. And oh God, what, what about what about Scott Cyclops, her husband? That cheating bastard. I was actually like mad about yeah. comic book storylines on her behalf for this, again, fictional character. But yeah, definitely crushed on her way hard. I love that. You guys, <laughs> let's take a break right here and then we will come back with more of producer Brandon on crushing it. Do you stalk your crush's social media but ignore them in person? Is it difficult for you to talk to your crush in a one-to-one -one setting? Can you pull down a comprehensive background check just from seeing them at a party? Do you enjoy working with DNA samples? Then we need you. Crush Research Team. For more information, send us your resume with subject line, Team Crush. Oh my god, you guys, and we are back from a very special break, you we guys. We are back. I feel like it was only like a five minute break. It feels like a five minute. I don't know. I feel like this whole just uh, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's because this next part. I'm terrified. I'm terrified of this next part. Uh, I just I need you not to worry about it, Brandon. You are great. You've seen this done 10 billion times. Yeah, but now we're talking about my crush. Yeah. I mean, you put me on the spot as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're, 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 you are not getting away with asking all the questions. Well, Hey, well, we're back and we're going to figure it out right now. Uh, we just got back from talking about your last crush. I mean, your celebrity crushes. Mm -hmm. And so the next part I have to ask you is, are you crushing on somebody right now? I am crushing on someone right now. Uh... And I'm saying that in the affirmative because I mentioned earlier how if I don't see my crush for too long, then mm -hmm. the crush starts to go away. Uh, but then I was recently watching said crush on Instagram. And I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, still crushing. Still crushing a little bit. Okay, so when did you first meet your crush? Ooh, um, earlier this year? Or it's recently. It's 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 a recent crush. Like, I've only just met this person, I'd say, within the last, uh, well, we're in August. So I'm going to say within the last eight to ten months. Okay. I also feel like I have no grasp of time, so it may have actually been longer than that. Okay, so uh, do you remember, do you remember, like, the first time seeing them? Um, I do. We were, uh, it was a get together. It was me, my brother, and a couple other people. And we were all hanging out. And it was one of those things where it was like an all day kind of adventure. Mm -hmm. And so I already told you that I like to just kind of like sit back and watch and listen. Yeah. And I was not immediately looking at this person like, ooh, crush. Mm -hmm. But again, she said this one thing and I was like, that's kind of cool. Then she said this other thing and I was like, wait a minute, is she a geek? And this one other very specific thing that happened that I feel like if I say specifically what happened would give away who the crush is because at this point, no one knows. Kenneth doesn't even know who the crush is. And so... Do I know who the crush is? I feel like you've probably met her, but you guys have not... Ex uh, you guys haven't really hung out together. Okay. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yeah, when that very last thing happened, it was an immediate like, oh, I really feel like I should investigate this thing and start asking the questions that will either put me in the running or pull me out of it. Okay, yeah, so what kind of questions do you like to ask? I'm not even just like saying in, with this question specifically, in general, what kind of uh, questions do you like to ask to gauge? Oh, well, I suck at conversation. Um, I suck at meeting people, but the wingmen uh, that are either Kenneth or someone else, because um, typically it, it's like a group setting of some sort, and mm -hmm. so they're asking questions like, so uh, what's the youngest you would date? What's the oldest you would date? 
Ching check. All right. Uh, uh, what kind of personality do you like? What kind of music do you like? You know, almost like a lot of those first date questions that you would ask. Yeah. But I'm just listening to the answers. Like, okay, she's kind of into that, which is cool because I'm kind of into that. Kind so of basically, deal. you give all you give your wingman all the uh, all the, the questions, court, to all ask. the checks. Yes. Um, I need to start doing that on purpose, but they're just really good at um, setting me up so I can take the shot. I love that. Uh, that's so good. And I think I know who you're talking about, so I'm super excited about it. <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> you guys, this is a very special episode, so I fucking get to talk to producer Brandon about all the stuff that I've figured out that I knew. And like he's told me some things, but like I'm putting everything together, and mm-hmm. I... I'm loving this. I'm glad that you guys are experiencing this with me. Audience, you should know that I am a very um, private kind of person. Yes. And if I'm not ready to tell you something, it usually will die with me. And yet, God damn it, Robert. Robert McMillan. Rob. I'm, I'm glad that you feel comfortable, though, enough to say it. It's sneaky is what it is. It's not even a matter of comfortability. I just feel like you your question was leading. And in trying to give you a thorough answer, I slipped. I also said you can give me whatever you want it. So. Yeah, so I'm shutting it down. How about you, Rob? What? Do you have a crush right now? Um, I normally always have a crush. So I'm trying to think, do I have a crush right now? I don't think I have one that is like a super crush anymore like I normally do. Okay. Like I usually have one that's like prominent and always fun to think about. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. well, like I can, for some reason when I see them, like I'm hella smiling. Okay. Um, But crazy, crazy enough, uh, since you guys like don't know this, uh, producer Brandon and I ended up taking about a two day break <laughs> between our last break, uh, and coming into it, I really didn't have any crush at all. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because recently um, I had ran into I ran into an old crush, mm-hmm. and it was really weird. Like we didn't plan on seeing each other, or like they don't know that I'm crushing on them or anything. Because um, that's the best way to do it. Th- that's the only way I do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> But we were, uh, I forget, I had left doing stuff and then I ended up going to a show that I got, um, a ticket for and like, you know, I saw them and I was just like, wait, yeah, I'm still crushing on them. And I don't know that, like, I know of them, we know of each other, mm-hmm. like, um, we have casual conversations sometimes, but I don't know. It was just really cool. Do you feel like this is a crush that could potentially turn into something no. or is this a crush just like we had our moment yeah i think this is something that's gonna dwindle really fast like because it did before because mm-hmm. i don't know them like i don't know this person like really okay we know we just like we like literally have like really like random conversations and stuff like that but i like, wish i was a better wingman because i would help you to get to know him. well mostly like you like you know like i crush on like straight guys usually or like mm-hmm. you know got like so I I would never be sure if they one did like guys or two like I don't think that they do. Gotcha. But I just think that they're really cute, really like whatever. And I was just like, and they give me like good eye contact and stuff like when we're talking. I'm just like, like you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what you're doing to me right now. Like I stop being so attentive. And then when I do crush, like I research people and figure stuff out and. Like, I can go into, like, a rabbit hole on, like, mm-hmm. figuring out what they were doing in, like, middle school. <laughs> That's actually concerning. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I was a MySpace baby, so... On the other hand, I feel like I should put you to work. 
Yeah, no, you really can. Because, like, I was a MySpace baby to, like, where, like, not a baby, but, like, I was old enough to do MySpace to where, like, I was doing my own coding for my page. Mm-hmm. And, like, I knew how to, like, I legit knew, used to know how to code. Right. For pages. Like, I would customize pages for people. Right, right. Like, to where, even to where, like, back in MySpace days, I can figure out people's friends that were blocked. Like, uh... Really? Like, if you had your page private, mm-hmm. I can still figure out who your friends were. All right, And see, Rob. like, your friend. Like, I used to be, really, like, really good at, like, hacking, like, I, MySpaces. Like, I'm thoroughly impressed by this story. Yeah, like, not even, like, like looking, like, at their messages or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, But, like, getting into their page, even though it was blocked, like, um, or, like, private. You know what I'm saying? So, a little secret. I was feeling a little bad because I knew you weren't really enjoying updating the uh tell us your crush.com website uh-huh. but now that i know you had this html experience i it's it's yeah you, you, oh no you it's got easy this. it's easy to update it's just another thing to do so i'm like totally cool with like doing it but back in the day like i used to be like i would spend hours on a page that's amazing like customizing like to the perfect queue and <laughs> also i used to have like this uh I, I made my own, like, through, like, Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would take two pictures, and back in high school, <laughs> I deemed my... Uh, I loved Mickey. <laughs> and I also was, like, absurdly too sexual. Oh, God. With like, Mickey? Well, no, not about Mickey, but, like, my like I used to, like, overly speak, like, sexual. Like, even though, like, <laughs> like sexually, like... As more Mickey. grown than I was. Okay, all right. So like my Nick, like my uh, I think my MySpace handle was uh, Mickey the Freak, <laughs> D A. <laughs> Mickey the Freak. Oh God, uh, blast to the past. To where like I I had uh, I made my own uh, backstory. My background for MySpace was it was a Christina Milian picture where she was like on like a rocking or like a swing, mm-hmm. and then I outlined the Mickey behind it, just like juxtaposed like behind it, so it was like just right. So it like coming through and then like i had like everything was super customized where like you had to be able to html it now i can't do internet for shit but like <laughs> but i can search yeah oh no yeah <laughs> i can search i can hack like not hack anymore but like i can find information usually if i want right, it right. to. okay all right we must put your powers to good robert you can never use them for evil yeah i mean i'm up all night like I can do it. I will say this, uh, you know, real quick before I guess we get back on topic, that that kind of search rabbit hole that usually starts around 11 p.m. And then next thing you know, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning because you just had to click one more link. It's the best and the worst ever. That's all I'm going to say. Like, you just get into, like, I don't like, like, you can start on even, like, a movie that you want to see, and you're just, like, you go from the preview to like. Let's see who's in the cast. Yeah. Oh wait, he was in that movie. Wait, that movie had that actor. Wait, where was that filmed? And then what <laughs> happened? There was a ghost. Who did it? Ki- yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. And then it's three o'clock, and I'm like, oh, that actor. Oh, I heard they had nudes. <laughs> There's a porn variation of this title. <laughs> then tell me more. No. Uh, but yeah, no. So yeah, so the person up like not even a real crush anymore but like it was nice to be like oh yeah i am right now like i mean we can update this probably in a uh, two or three weeks and it's gonna be <laughs> somebody else 
Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm not super crutching on somebody right now, but it was just nice to see that like, hey, there's still a thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I do know. I do know. Like I said, um, if I don't see my crush in too long, then the the out of sight feelings start to wane. Uh-huh. But then as soon as I see her, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I like to say that I like to uh, diversify my crush portfolio. Because <laughs> usually I always have one that I'm like stuck on. Mm-hmm. And then um, I diversify it just so like, if I feel like I'm crushing too hard on somebody that's like super unattainable mm-hmm. and it's not going to come into fruition. Let's I- just pause that and unpack that for a minute. <laughs> what is it that suddenly this crush is super unattainable I mean, besides it being like a celebrity crush or mm-hmm. someone that you saw in the background of someone else's photo, <laughs> but if this is a person that you have at least semi-regular conversation with, then why are they still, to you, unobtainable? I don't know. Uh, I usually, because I, even with crushes, I get over them fast mm-hmm. or like I'm quick to move on or like, so I always just put all my crushes as unattainable just because it's easier just to go to the next. Like, okay, okay. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm not taking anything seriously. And that's the thing I love about crushes is you don't have to take them seriously. This is very true. You don't have to move forward. Yeah. So I'm like, if somebody hits me up and like wants to talk to me or like, you know, maybe like get to know a little bit more, Mm -hmm. then we can figure that out. Mm -hmm. But until then, I have crushes that I'm like not taking seriously. But boy, when you see them. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon. Yes. What is the best date you've ever been on? Um, I think I may have mentioned this earlier, but I have not been on too many dates. Yes. So I'm going to flip that on to you. Robert. <laughs> That's right. I know you just finished talking. What's the best date you've ever been on? Uh, I haven't been on like that many like date dates, but um, it's so interesting now that I'm being asked this question. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It's really weird. Um, no names, no nothing. But it was a super simple date, and I think that it was one of the best dates I've ever been on, just because it was so easy. Okay. Like, the mood was so easy. Right, right. I definitely feel like I've had that experience where it wasn't that something super spectacular happened to make the moment stand out. But at the same time, it was just like everything just kind of clicked and yeah. slid into place. And I think it was because it was somebody that I had just met. Okay. And then we had almost like, I think it was exactly like the next day. We're like, oh, let's kick it. Mm-hmm. And then we kicked it. And then like, I think we just watched a movie and had some pizza. Very nice. And just got to know each other. Okay. And like, it was comf- like we were so comfortable. Yeah. That first day that I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I like. It wasn't even an exact date or anything like mm-hmm. it was like just met each other chilling and now we're getting pizza watching movie and asking each other like really good deep secrets and stuff like that yeah like, yeah yeah that was the best date that i've ever been on i feel it wasn't like even a date i feel like i had if 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 to kind of by extension of what you're saying i had that that phone conversation. So it's like kind of like in the young phase of dating or what have you, or rather I was just young. And so, you know, you're on the phone and you're having that conversation and you don't really want it to end, 
but the conversation is also so good and you guys are just you're 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 in sync and you're asking this and you're learning stuff and then she asks you something and you give and she's like laughing and giggling and i'm laughing and giggling yeah and you know three hours later as like parents are like faux knocking on the door and walking by yawn yeah it's bedtime right? I, I totally yawn. forgot that, uh, that like you're uh your last was like it was really young like your yeah. dating yeah you were really young i was very young dating which is why uh i do have a worse date or if it's not a worse date it. it's certainly my most embarrassing date this is uh this has to be uh maybe like date three or four with uh with my girlfriend at the time and we decided to have a picnic at the rose garden we live in we live in la and um so we go to the Rose Garden over by the uh, California Science Center, and we're just chilling. It's a yeah. picnic, and we're laughing. And I don't know what I said or what she said, but I had this very large belly laugh. I mean, so hard that I farted. I'm, I was so scared. I knew where this was going. And it was audible. And <gasps> I stopped. She paused long enough to acknowledge it and then laughed again. And I was like, that's it. Wrap this up. Date's over. And she's like, no, no, no. Don't be embarrassed. Was she cool? So she, she was, was cool with it. She was it. super cool with it. Why is this the worst date? Because I was in, I mean, just like, no. Because you, you shut down after that. I sh- it, was, it wasn't too much the worst date because I shut down, but I felt like it was early enough in the relationship that we were not supposed to be passing gas. But didn't you guys stay together after that? I mean, yeah, but still. I I'm don't just think saying, that's the worst date. I I well I think the I think that I think that that was a good opening up for a long relationship. I guess it's a thing that had to happen, <laughs> but I think I would have preferred for that moment to have been yeah. under my control. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm going to fart. Like, this is funny. Watch this. Watch what I'm going to do to you. I'm comfortable. We're sharing a blanket because it's oh, cold. No, Watch don't this. Do it. That's rude. <laughs> no. Don't do it in the blanket. <laughs> um, I, I definitely remember my worst date. Okay. And it had no, like, I feel so bad that this happened. Um, oh, God. So, I met somebody online. Mm-hmm. This is a while ago. Okay. And, like, we had just, like, we're messaging that day. And I was like, hey, Robert, just put yourself out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just say, hey, let's go on a date, actually. Like, mind you, because Robert's not that kind of person to be like, like, first day we're texting. Like, let's just go on a date. And I was like, Robert, just do it. You know what I'm saying? So I asked them. They say, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, cool. I'll come pick you up. I come pick them up from their house. um, And I take them to, this is probably like how many years ago? This is a long time ago. And I took them out to go hookah. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you want to go hookah and stuff like that? Like, so we went to Brentwood. Right. Um, so we go hookah. We have a good time. And then we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it was chill conversation. I'm going to say, like, it wasn't, like, amazing, but it was, like, chill. Passable for, like, a, you know. Yeah. To keep on going. Right. We walk out of the place and we probably get like not even half a block. Mm-hmm. And then I hear people. Uh oh. And I'm like, what? Because, like, mind you, I'm just like talking and yeah. whatever and just walking. I look back. They're behind me, seizing on the floor. Oh. Wait, y- you're the, the guy you're with? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I did not know what to do. 
And mind you, this is at Brentwood, so it's all the UCLA people like right. out late night. Right, right. And people are like around them. Somebody's already by the time I'm like looking, like I'm like looking. Somebody's already calling nine one one. And like all these college bros are like, "Hey, what's going on? Are they on drugs or whatever?" Oh no! And I'm just like, mind you, this is our first date. I don't really know anything about them, oh, so like no. I don't want to be like. No, because I don't know, but I mean, like, I'm pretty sure they weren't at all. Right, right. This is probably like a siege that they've like never had before. Mm-hmm. And mind you, even on the first date, you don't tell somebody that you, you know, you're epileptic or something like that. Yeah. And I look back and like this, so they're yeah, so they're seizing. People are calling nine one one. People are asking me, is he on drugs? Right, right. And I'm like 100 percent pretty sure he's not. Right. But I'm still like I don't know what to say. Ambulance come, fire department come, police come. Which can I say is the, not obviously if you need it, but the most embarrassing thing ever. I feel like, just even a for, yeah, for that, yeah. And then I'm just freaking out. Like, I don't know this person. I have nobody to call for them. Uh, like, if anything were to actually like, if like this went the worst way that it can go, uh, and I was just stressing out, like, and then feeling bad for them on top of that, but also like uncomfortable right do i like are they going to the hospital do i do i follow them to the hospital what is my obligation i have no idea what to do (laughs) oh no so by the time the police come and the ambulance come they put him on the stretcher they put him in the ambulance and like i guess like he gets okay like he comes out of the seas Mm -hmm. or I don't know what they're actually called. I'm calling them seizures. Right. I'm sorry for the wrong. We do uh, apologize. Lino. We cannot fact check because I'm on the mic. But like he, yeah. So he's having an episode, but he comes out of the episode and he's fine. And I am so freaked out. Right. Because this is the first time. It's not on them, but like this I is really like your first intimate yeah. interaction past the chat, MySpace chat, or however it was that you guys met. And I was like, so I take them home, and we were just chill, but I, we were like, I don't think it was super radio silent, but like, remembering back on it, that's how I feel it was, because mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. don't remember anything, because I think I was so checked out, because I was freaking out. Right, right. Yeah, and I like, and I, I, I didn't like, check back in, whatever. I was gonna say, so was there a, was there a date number two? No. Okay. And, but also like I, like, I don't think they knew what to do afterwards, and I didn't know what to do afterwards. Yeah. And so, like, we just both went radio silent, and I think that was for the best. They're a super cool person. Definitely a worse date than uh, than mine. Uh, in, in hindsight, <laughs> I, I read yes. yes, you win for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brandon, uh, this one's not coming back to me. Okay, but if I gave you all the money in the world for one date, what would you do? If you gave me all the money in the world for one date, what would I do? Okay. Um, There is going to be at some point in the evening a private magic show. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this because I know I would enjoy it and I know she would enjoy it. And so let me rewind back and let's figure out how we get there. <laughs> I like how like that's that's the one thing that you want to make sure that is there. <laughs> it's like listen, we don't have a schedule, but as long as we're back to the villa. <laughs> um I'm just trying to think about all the places I would love to go and what I feel like would culminate to be the most romantic thing. 
for some reason, the movie Under a Tuscan Sun always stands out in my mind whenever I think of romantic situations and scenarios. So we're in Tuscany. Okay. Because great. why not? Um, we're going to. Oh, oh, I remember I told myself I was going to do this. I was going to try and steal something from every guest. Uh, so from guest number two, we are going to buy out the entirety of First Class. Come on, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from, uh, I guess, it's, I think it was uh, three or four. Uh, wait, uh, that's guest number three. That's guest three. Okay, guest three. Uh, we're going to entirety first class um from uh ella i'm going to steal like a cabin full of puppies so like on the plane yeah it's going to be just like a bunch of puppies and we're going to like play like puppy bowl or something like that while we're flying to <laughs> tuscany um okay let's see what else could i steal um we are for sure going to eat like food like all day so you know it's going to be like an early flight so we can get in and have like breakfast that's maybe like framed with like a sunrise and some mimosas because uh-huh. mimosas are awesome um and then from there we're gonna like explore the area and i want to like talk to a local who speaks just a little bit of english and then maybe have like an interpreter tell me like so what's going on with that building and what was your first date and worst date right so that's yeah. what like we're gonna talk about crushing okay uh, with our interpreter and our, our tour guide and then we're going to go shopping because I know you're personally against this, but I don't really care. It's my money to spend, and if I can't take it with me, we're just going to have a good time shopping. Okay, yeah, so I will let you and your date go shopping. I just will not let you take them take the clothes with you because this is all about the experience. So you know what we're going to do, Rob? I'm going to be altruistic. I'm going to go shopping, and then I'm going to donate everything that we Perfect. buy. Boom. Perfect. Except the one outfit that we're wearing for dinner yes. at the Dinner Magic yes. Show. Yes, okay. Um, the evening will be like a walk on the beach because that always sounds romantic, even though I feel like personally I would be cold. So I don't know what Tuscany nights are like, but I'm going to assume at some point on the water I'm going to be cold. But that's okay because I'll have on a very stylish jacket that I get to keep, you know, until the night is over. Um, you can wear, you can keep the outfit that you keep on for the date. Okay. All right. Well, then, then I get to have a pretty cool jacket, and uh, <laughs> and then and then you know what? Just because I can, I'm going to arrange like a fireworks show. Yeah. In fact, screw that. Our walk on the beach is going to take us to the pier where we'll get on a yacht. And then we'll go onto the ocean, and that's where we'll see the fireworks show. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I love that. And now I just want to <laughs> fuck with you and ask you some really random questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to try and answer as quickly and honestly as I can. Okay. Brandon, are you sure? Are you ready? Oh, yes, because you're going to get a couple of these, too. Okay, Brandon. What is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, my God, I have so many, but the first one that comes to mind is large cars parking in compact spaces. <laughs> that bothers the hell out of me. Okay. Um, Robert, what do you most value in a friendship? I value loyalty. Well, like, no, not even, no, I wouldn't say loyalty. I would say showing up for people. Okay. Because I enjoy showing up for my friends. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah, yeah. Because I want the like, I want to see my friends make it. Yeah. Whether I make it or not, like I want them to thrive. Right, right. And yeah. I can, I can, I can attest to that. Robert is the number one supporter. Um, I like to say as I'm going to various improv shows that my job in the audience is to be your number one fan, and Rob truly is Thank everyone's you. number one fan. Oh, do you want kids, Brandon? Um, I go back and forth, but I'm gonna say yes. How many? Two kids, boys, two boys.
What is your biggest fear? Uh, my biggest actual fear is probably spiders. Although, like any insect on oh, mass, it's definitely just... no spiders are it for me. Um, my brother, uh, when he was younger, went through a phase where he wanted to be a veterinarian. So we literally had every kind of animal you could find at a pet store, and from lizards to frogs to snakes to birds to cats to dogs, hamsters, mice, crickets. Um, I drew the line at the tarantula. I said, <laughs> no, because we still shared a room. Our room was incredibly hot and very bright from all the various lights in the tanks. And he's like, I got to get a tarantula. And I was mm -hmm. like, no, yeah, no, you don't. I'm better now. I used to be really bad to where I couldn't even watch um, spiders on TV. Mm -hmm. Like even cartoon spiders. Right. Charlotte's Web would fuck me. Really? Yeah. I was okay with the cartoon. Did um, you see the fucking when the eggs hatched? Uh, that is the that's first of all that is super creepy like uh, cartoon or no cartoon uh, like let's what's like any kind of insect in on a mass and then it just like starts <sighs> to like writhe and then spread <laughs> I can't. it doesn't matter what kind of insect it is it freaks me out I'm freaked <laughs> out by it Robert when's the last uh, what was the last song you sang to yourself you know it because I just did it right now <laughs> okay all it's, right bitch I'm a cow <laughs> <laughs> by Doja Cat. Which, can I tell you that I really, really wanted to hate that song when it first came on the video was playing. <laughs> I knew you would. But by the end, I'm like, bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I'm too smooth. <laughs> Get out my hay. Get out my hay. <laughs> it's so dumb. But in the best way. Honestly, I think she gets away with it because she's pretty. Lastly, Brennan. Would you survive in a zombie apocalypse? I think I would last longer than most. Um, first of all, I'm a pretty good runner. Secondly, I can fit in small spaces. I'm also very quiet. Yes, I think I would. <laughs> I, I, the, more I, the more I count it off, the more I feel like I would survive in a zombie apocalypse. But also, I wouldn't really want to. Yeah. I hate zombie movies. They're so depressing. I'm just like... Let me go in the first, like in the first round. Yeah, there's a part of me that's like, you know what? Kill me now. Yeah. I, I if I have to eat another can, if I have to eat a can of beans, I don't like beans now. But like, if that was the last thing, and like I was gonna starve and die if I had to eat beans, I'd be like, you know what? Zombies come no. at me, bro. I'm just gonna hit up that local uh, food for less and just uh, raid that liquor cabinet. <laughs> And I'm just going to go out like that. <laughs> like, also, I feel like no one ever really talks about that in the zombie movie or post-apocalyptic movie. Like, what happened to all the alcohol? Like, first off... Was it the first thing to go? My, you just killed my motherfucking wife. <laughs> I need a drink. I need a drink. I need to be alert, but I need a drink. So I will add some Red Bull to this. Let me tell you something. <laughs> like, I'm going to find my little hole, because like I said, I can fit in small spaces. And then I, I'm, I'm, that will be the one and only time I will drink myself like to sleep. Producer Renan. Oh, God. I know you've been scared. He is bringing out the fortune teller, you guys. this moment. I have the coochie catcher out here. The cootie catcher, not the coochie catcher. Well... <laughs> Uh, yeah maybe uh brandon pick one thighs face cheeks or mouth thighs pick one dms sext rough or music just what excites you what excites me read them again dms sex rough or music and for the record that's sex not sext right no it's sexts sexts okay i'm gonna go for music 
What scares you? Money, candles, text, or slow? Candles. I don't like the idea of burning fire or hot wax. Do you want the top or bottom question? His face is giving me nothing. I'm going to take the bottom question. What's your favorite position? Shit on me. Missionary. Is that what it is? Shit shit on you? (laughs) (laughs) I walked right into that one, didn't I? Uh, No, it's going to be missionary because I'm a wholesome Christian Christian young man, and and I don't do all that crazy freaky shit. <clears throat> and no judgment to those who do. But <laughs> oh, I'm judging. I am oh, judging. I'm I, not. You there. I sit in judgment. I'm Robert just... is a sex positive person. Do what you do. I love it for you. Can I tell you, I won't say it regularly, but like if I'm at uh, Urban Outfitters in particular and they've got, you know, all the strange and cool books. Yeah. And almost always they're going to have at least one sex position book. It's fun to flip through and be like, no, but seriously, how are they accomplishing this pose? This No, this I don't think so. This makes no sense. You never just ever wanted to try one out? Well, <laughs> like take always a picture. when I'm looking at it, but when the time comes, that's not the first thing on my mind. Like, hey, this is the perfect time to try the 76 cowgirl or I don't know. I just literally made that up. <laughs> okay, producer Brandon. What does a 76 cowgirl look like? As I've been... Listening to all your amazing stories, mm-hmm. I have been writing some things down that you have not seen. As well, you should have. Um, I just need what's a dream car? A dream car? I want a uh, a Yamaha FZ07. That's a motorcycle, by the way, because that's what I do. I ride motorcycles. Okay, and then I'm gonna pick a another version of a car. Oh boy. Okay, producer Brandon. So it's time for your mash. Okay. All I need you to do is tell me when to stop. Stop. Producer Brandon. Dear God. I have your answer. Before I give you your answer, I'm going to give you all the possibilities, okay? Okay. okay. All right. So, Producer Brandon, mm-hmm. for the possible loves of your life, okay. I have no, which is the girl that said no to you. Mm-hmm. I have your crush. Okay. I have your worst date. <laughs> and I have... The spider keeper. Oh, dear God. Carry on. Um, for possible kids, I have zero, okay. two boys, two girls, or ten. Jesus Christ. For possible modes of transportation, I have church, church bus, private jet, a Yamaha Z07. FZ07. Oh, and a Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate you threw in my Zamboni. And everybody knows MASH is Mansion, Apartment, Shack, and House. Yes. So, Producer Brandon, who do you think you ended up with? Um, I am an optimist, and I'm going to say that I ended up with my crush. Okay. Uh, two boys. Okay. Um, I probably did not get the motorcycle, but right this second, I can't remember what my other choices were. Church bus, private jet, Yamaha, or Zamboni? Oh, honestly, I would love it if I rode a Zamboni everywhere. It would be so relaxing. Mansion, Apartment, Shack, or House? And you know what? I'm a cooler guy. All I need is a house. I don't need a whole lot. Producer Brandon. Yes. You and your worst date have 10 kids. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. That use your private jet. Well, that's nice. To fly to your mansion. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, Rob, you <laughs> have no idea what you've just done to me. I'm so sorry. 
I uh You have a mansion and a private jet. I mean, I guess the good news is literally I can go into a room and disappear <laughs> for probably the entire week because it's a mansion and that's how I roll. With and your two kids? I mean, with your ten kids? Well, they are literally in the south wing and I am in the <laughs> north wing. Like the 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 polar opposite. The furthest I can get from these ten kids, Robert. Yes. Ten kids? <laughs> Yeah, I, I said I wanted two kids, but I was been so happy with none. Well, y'all were doing missionaries, so <laughs> clearly, if I had tried the uh, seventy-six cowgirl, we wouldn't have had so many kids. Pro- and really, with my worst date, yes. Oh. All right, producer Brandon. Oh God! If you can dedicate a song, not to the person who you're gonna like end up with, but to your actual current crush. What song would you dedicate? Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm I'm gonna go this way because I could pick like a bunch of love songs, but I'm gonna do Jack White. We're gonna be friends. Nice. Yes. Have you heard the song before? No, I haven't. It's it's like this kind of like I almost said Looney Tune. What am I trying to say? A uh, lullabyish kind of song. Uh-huh. And I don't know. He's just he's like I can tell we're gonna be friends. And I'm cool with that. If it don't go any further than that, then, you know, I'm happy. Cool people. But also, if it does, oh, who But knows? if it does, <laughs> let me tell you something. If we move past Friends <laughs> to something else, I don't know. Because I started to call out, uh, what's his name? Um, the actual song, Just Friends. Oh, Biz Marquis? No, no, no. Um, uh, 90s say? and... Um, boom, 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 boom. Oh. Boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Music. That's the one. Boom, boom, Girl, I know this might seem strange, but let me know without a okay. order. We'll step, step into you this way. See, I've been watching you for a while. Okay, let's talk. Okay, I'm good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Question Get Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Robert. That's producer Brandon. This has been a very special episode, and I just want to thank producer Brandon for doing this. This is Sitting fun. in that seat. Yes. Uh Thank you, Brandon, so much, and thank you for all you do. You are truly a fucking maze. This is a pleasure. Now edit this shit. Bye, y'all. I got a crush on you. <laughs>